Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is the show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book, I do the review, stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Uh, joining me today is Juliana. Say hello, Juliana. Hi, um, everyone. Hello. Is it looking good? Uh, we, are, we have moved house. We did. We have moved house. Can you hear it? Uh, maybe you can hear it. We, what we've done, we're in the new office and we've got my laptop in front of me with the external monitor. We've got these big windows, lots of sun coming through. In fact, we've actually had to close the blind because there's so much sun in our eyes. And we're looking out into the trees. There's a tree. You can some, see birds. There's some birds. There's woodpeckers. There's deers that come around in the forest next to us. Yeah, we're not allowed in. We're not allowed in that part of the forest because apparently there's um, uh, maybe maybe unexploded bombs in this part no, of the not, forest. Maybe not bombs. Well, but, you know, this like, is the, we're in the site of a grenades. munitions factory. And Juliana's parents live like three streets in the other direction. And a few years ago, they even found a, a Second World War hand grenade. First. Oh, it was a First World War. First World it was a First World War hand grenade um, just in, in their, their garden. garden when they were clearing yeah. some some uh, stuff away from there. So this is where we live now. We live on the site of a of a, a munitions factory. Um, but it's it's it sounds worse than it is. It's it's, it's actually pretty it's good. It's fun. But we can, yeah, there's lots of paths and stuff. So here we are. Um, this is the introduction. Uh, our uh, We've moved house introduction. We're in the, like I say, we're in the new studio slash office slash studio. And we are experimenting with sound dampening. So people have often said, oh, hey, you're, uh, you're really echoey. And it's because we were just in our bedroom with, you know, big windows yeah. and... Bare uh, walls. Bare, big bare walls. And here we've actually just, uh, we haven't finished this room yet, but we've put up some um, cushions from the couch just on the walls yeah, and, and some other blankets, blankets from bed. Yeah, it's just hanging up to make this place a little bit less echoey. So in the future, we're going to get some proper audio stuff, uh, audio, what's it called? Acoustic foam, foam yeah. acoustic foam to put up like above the desk, like on the strips and on the walls and stuff. We'll work out, you know, we'll do some experiments of uh, how much we need. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully the sound quality is a bit better. Also, I, um, there's this new feature I want to talk about quickly on uh, new feature. Yeah, on the uh, on this audio podcast listening device uh, app. Was it Overcast? Is what it's yeah. called. And uh, I've always made my um, introductions. The, the music plays for like 15 seconds, yeah. 17 seconds. And then I always make sure my introduction lasts 13 seconds to go up to 30 seconds. Right. So if you start listening, you can immediately press skip 30 seconds and you don't miss anything. You just miss the intro music and the and then you hello start and welcome to the blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then when I say joining me today is that's always, I always time that to be at exactly 30 seconds. But there's this great new feature now, which per different podcasts like per like podcast feed you can say always skip the first one minute 20 seconds so for example the omnibus ah. podcast that i really enjoy yeah. they always have this really long intro and there's often a 30 second ad you know and you can work it out and others like there's you can now do it to to the resolution of i think five seconds at a time Okay, but you can so, like customize it how long, so you know, if you know your podcast, like the podcast that, yeah. that you want to listen to. The introduction it, is always a certain amount is, of time. And then you can tell it, oh, yeah. skip this certain amount of time. Or with this one podcast, always skip the yeah. intro music. The intro music is always 45 right. seconds. So you and can the, customize it to the specific podcast. To the podcast feed, yeah, it's really right. great. Which is great, because some podcasts, I want to just press forward, skip forward 30 seconds, but their introduction always starts at like 20 seconds, but then mm. that's, I know it's such a weird thing, but I. I just wanted to mention that as well. Otherwise, um, what else do we have to say? Yeah, moving house. Talk huh. about stressful. Wow. And uh, we it's got exhausting. this. Got this big empty room because we've been going through stuff. Like what we're doing now. Weirdly enough, we set off from the old house and we didn't have time because we didn't get the key in time, or you know, there were some key issues. Yeah. And all of the sorting out that I wanted to do, I didn't have time beforehand. So, we just packed everything. So we just packed everything, with the idea being that not everything is getting coming out of the boxes. We managed to put, pack most of our stuff down into 35, about 35 big boxes, like yes. cardboard boxes. Yes. There was more than that in the end because we actually had other stuff, but like the yeah. main packing. So maybe let's say 45 cardboard boxes of stuff. Yeah, and, but when we got here, we're like, not everything is coming out of those boxes and onto shelves, or out of those boxes or uh, into the same boxes. shelves yeah. and places where they previously yeah. had been. So yeah, weird. just because it was in a, a space in the old apartment doesn't mean it has a space in its new apartment. Maybe the space is in the skip. And also we've had to right. move stuff out of the cellar and we don't have a cellar now. We do have a bike shed, so some fits in there. Yeah. And we've had to clear out a huge amount of stuff. But yesterday it was like, oh, this is stuff from 
two cellars ago. Yes. Like this is building stuff, like a box of screws and another box of screws and another box of screws. I'm just like boxes of screws. Yeah, but I'm like screws are valuable. I want to keep these for the future. I want to keep these for the future. But we did this before, like when Juliana was moving house with books. She was like, "Ah, like, do these books? Is there is there shelf space on this new on this new apartment for the things? Like, I got rid of my books, you know, two apartments ago. And then when Juliana moved into my place, she you you set aside your books. It became a all your crime books and mystery books became like a a new German language crime section that a secondhand bookshop from a friend of ours. Yes, which is good fun. So, but it's still it's still painful for me to throw throw out books. Yeah, books is books is still a painful thing. Painful. Yeah. Yeah, the same way that it's painful for you to throw out like, I don't know, metal bits. It's not metal bits. Look, and 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 all electronics. They they could be handy in the future. Oh, and uh, you know. Uh, floppy disks. <laughs> floppy disk. Look, it's not the floppy disk. I know. It's the it's the memory that you have is, on CDs and hard drives. Well, as I well. have the original tapes, and then I put those images. I used a Mavicap thing, which got the image from the Digi Eight tape onto a uh, onto a floppy disk, and then you transfer the floppy disk onto the computer and copy the files across, and then edit them on the computer, and then put them back onto a different floppy disk, and then take them over to the computer room. This was at university. Take them over to the computer room where there was computer access, and then upload them and become a famous juggler because you're the first person to ever take photos and videos online. Put it online. And, yeah, uh, I get it. And that's it. So those floppy disks aren't just. They're not. It's not the data on the floppy disk. It's the memory of. <laughs> Me becoming a famous juggler online and my, me starting off my career as a juggler because that's where it all began. You know those those floppy disks capturing those right. things. The the first thing that I ever did on the internet on juggling circles, which made me well known or was successful in any way, and people were enthusiastic about, was it was via those floppy disks. Yeah. And so it's really tricky. But by moving house, you know these kind of things come back to the surface. They have been in the cellar for four years. Yeah. And uh, now we saw them again. Yeah, but they're and, in those boxes here. Yeah. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're, they're gonna wanna, go somewhere. They're gonna maybe because in the background here for You're videos, put I'm, like gonna, a little, I'm gonna one put a little, get, put a little stack of floppy disks, and people are like, what's yeah. those floppy disks? And sometime I can just go over to the back if I do a vlog, starter. and I'll be like, these floppy disks from. 1999, 2000. This is this is where it all. Yeah, it was 2000 because I got my got my camera at the end of 19, December 1999. Yeah. So these have been for 2000. I still find it funny because well, we don't have any device that can actually read those floppy disk. Yeah. Yeah, but you can get a floppy. I'm I'm sure I've got a, actually a chain. Maybe of, you. <laughs> I've actually got this this little adapter which can take which gives power to things and you can plug in external hard drives ah. into a, this adapter thing. Yeah. And it, but it goes into a USB. A thing, and then I'd need a, like, anyway, it would be a long string long of dongles. Long string of adapters. Long string of adap- right. dongles and adapters. Okay. So we are discovering old things, discovering yes. new things. And throwing stuff out. And throwing stuff which out. Which is really good. And making a new environment for yeah, podcasting. For podcasting and office. This sounds like a long intro, but we're, I'm actually, we're actually doing a book review at the moment, which. We uh, are. Yes. Yeah. Part of it? Yeah, let me get on to this. So the book review that I'm going to be doing is someone on the SFBRP listener group on Goodreads said, hey, check out this book. It's called After Atlas and it's a good book. I think is we don't have internet at home at the moment, so I have to do all this on my phone and I can't be able to look up exactly who recommended it to me in there. And so I was like, all oh, right, let's go check it out. Now, what I generally don't do is read what the book is about. I don't like reading the blurb on Goodreads, but I do look like looking at the rating and it got a 3.7 rating on oh, Goodreads. Good. Oh no, that. wait a second. He says, don't read, you don't need to read the first book. They're kind of two standalone novels, right. but it's the second book in this series, but you can just read the second book. Okay. And I was like, no, I'm gonna have to look at the first book to see if the first book is actually worth reading because I don't right. want to read the second book because that there'll be spoilers. You know, it'll, it'll say, "Oh, this person in this first thing did the, and they did this amazing thing, and now we're here in the aftermath of that." I just want to get that, you know, uh, thing that that part, uh, um, you know, fresh so you want from the author. Chronological order and also publication order. Right. So I went back and and looked at this is by at these books by Emma New. Emma Newman in the Planetfall series, and I was recommended After Atlas, which is book two. And so I went across, but Planetfall, book one, has a 3.7 overall rating on Goodreads, which is just on the level of me, like, just just going into a book. If it's yeah. like 4.5, t- totally read it. If it's, you know, uh, 4.1, it's generally a good book. 3.0? 3, 3 is, mm, it's really difficult to just dive into a book. It has to be a topic that you It has to be in. like, in t- topic, like, really highly recommended, or it has 
to be one of those books which is like really, really difficult and loads of people give up and give it a one star, but it's like <laughs> yeah. perfect book for a loop. Yeah. But I went over there and uh, I saw someone rated it two, and these are my friend reviews, uh, 3.6 average with friend reviews, so even lower. Lindsay rated it uh, four, uh, two stars. Um, fascinating premise, well ex executed, but let down by a mediocre last act and incredibly poor ending. But then Jenny, from Reading Envy, mm. she gave it a four stars and says when a podcast guest recommended another book in this series she said I didn't have to start at the beginning but I did anyway um uh, and I was that's all I read of that review and I was just like oh and she gave it four stars so let's so, go for it you know okay but generally like two three four stars like general four star book so how's this book then called actually? it's called Planetfall the first book in the Planetfall oh. series is called Planetfall right. and just just to be clear Jenny is currently reading the second, second book, book. It, yeah, I just saw, saw an Instagram, on, Instagram yeah. on her Instagram story she's currently reading After Atlas which is I'll read it next or you know in a few books time I'll read the next book in this series okay. so this but today book, we're talking about Planetfall the by Planetfall, Emma Newman Emma Newman um, who is a, uh, she also, just to be clear, uh, or to, to uh, talk about the audiobook very quickly, she does the reading for the audiobook. Oh, and nice. she's a very good audiobook narrator. So many nice. times with audiobook narrators, their pacing, I find it a bit dragging, so I always put it on like a 1.25 speed. Yeah. Her just left it as normal. She's got a really smooth, nice reading voice. She doesn't try mm. and do accents. She just got a very, you know, plain, um, you know, uh, middle-class English she's accent. She's just reading it. And she just reads it all the way through. She doesn't try to do performances or anything like that. It's it's really, it's a really well-read book. Nice. A lot of times when the author reads their own audiobook, they try and act out. They're like, yeah. oh, I know some emotion to put in here. Yeah. But it's very neutral. It's very plain. And to be honest, that's exactly what I want yeah. from an from an author reading her that own book. audiobook. Yeah. So nice. Planetfall is one of the, one of my favourite kinds of books, um, which is a colony going to set up a, like some people fly to another planet and set up a colony on another world. I've even written novels Ooh, in this in yeah. this form and stuff. So you get uh, you get people they go into I think in this one cold sleep um Okay. Is it is it a new discovered planet? Yeah, it, well, let me get into the discovery of the planet in a second. Okay. But they arrive there yeah. and it's sort of like 20 I think it's like 25 or 22 years or something after people landing coming down after the planet fall as they say. Right. As they once they come down to the planet yeah. and uh, 22 years later. So enough time for the population for, to grow, for, settlers and for, for another second, generation, yeah. yeah, another generation to yeah. come along, and um, so it starts off, and we, you know, meet somebody, and uh, uh, she, she is a, an expert in three um, D printing, Ooh. and. Uh, and so there's quite a lot of 3D printing in this book. They, of course, they land there and they get the raw materials, put it into Brilliant. the thing. And so it's, it's, a, it's it about... Spits three, it out. Yeah, it spits <laughs> out. And they and they and later on, when someone needs a new home, they kind of 3D print the frame of the home and then put these sheets on these algae sheets and it grows. So it's like biological 3D printing kind yeah. of stuff. But the technology of actually how you, um, how you build stuff and set stuff up is only part of it. But then you've also got the societal part and loads and loads of books do this kind of thing. Like, ah, right, you're in a small, isolated community, maybe uh, just 20 people or maybe 50 people or maybe a few hundred people. In yeah. this case, the population's up to about a thousand, I, say, I think it is, in That's this, in this town. So it's a big town. Yeah, um, and they're all staying in one place. They're all pretty much in one place. Yeah. However, the book opens with somebody saying, hey, you, come and join me. Like the leader of the town says, hey, will you come and meet me at the edge of town? Because a stranger is approaching. A stranger, someone who isn't in the planet. So Ooh. we get filled in with the back, a little bit of the backstory yeah. um, where there's lots of people came down, but some of these other, these, these little pods that they land in, some of them crashed elsewhere, like along, like at the other ah. side of the continent or the other so side of the planet. they're like... Isolated from uh, so those other people, and they're like, "Oh, can yeah. we go over there and save them?" But no, it's a bit too far, and it's yeah. de destroyed. You know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, but the reason why they didn't go over and save them is kind of hinted at at the start of the book. We're like, "Oh, maybe there's something a bit nefarious going on there." Like, uh, what? You know, were those? Was that a? Was intrigues? that an accident? What? You know, was were those people sent over in those crashing pods? Was that an accident, or you know, or what do we need to? Uh, yeah. How do we need to sort it out? Um, also, in the first chapter, or in the second chapter, oh, so it's told from the, like, starting off 22 years later, and then our main character, Ren, I think Renata her name is, yeah. who is French or something? Uh, or she lived in Paris for a while. She, I think she moved to Paris when she was younger. Okay. Um, her friend is this messianic religious figure who got a message from the stars, somehow, again, I don't need to go into the details okay. of this, who said, hey, look at this star, 
um, there's a planet around this star. And so she looks at it and also she gets, you know, the kind of like the contact, you know, the movie contact. Yeah. Or yeah. It, it, it reminded me a bit of the movie Prometheus where they're like, hey, there's this signal coming here and we're yeah. all going to get into spaceships and we're going to go there and we're going to find that. So she's called the Pathfinder. Um, okay. She found the path to the stars and was also given some alien technology. And again, it's a bit unclear exactly how much alien technology she was given, but mm. they managed to get together... Um, Someone who's very like the one of the richest advertising executives in the world. Some you know some kind of, of Mark they always Zuckerberg. Need a person with money. So with money yeah. is convinced by this, and then they go, ah, oh, we need we need a big group of people, these colonists yeah. who believe in the cause, but yeah. we don't want the fanatics who are like, oh, rapture yeah, yeah, yeah. aliens and of all that course. kind of stuff. So there's this weird thing where it's sort of like, ah, oh, these aliens. Is it is it this kind of like weird like a religious figurehead leading the colony, but they don't want it to be too religious but then so the whole the whole kind of system is set up with the idea being that they go they went to this planet to find god and they found god in inverted commas yeah. they found this big structure again a bit a bit like a, a bit like you know prometheus in that way they oh have you seen the movie prometheus i yeah, don't remember so, uh, so they yeah. arrive there and they're like oh you know we wouldn't so, have to yeah, so this Don't, is this is the place that we all can all arrive at. Yeah. You know, this is beacon that it, it attracts intelligence from. It across also the reminds world. me a bit of Peter Hamilton books. Oh yeah, there is very little in this main story. Yeah. Which is new in terms of like we're setting up a colony. Right. How does it work? Yeah. Oh, this person's a troublemaker. This person is this. But yeah. this kind of person is the local gossip. This person is a computer expert. This person's the you know it's it's actually quite. Well, there's not a lot new there in terms of that kind of story, the, the colony setting up story. Yeah. It's also not a huge amount new there with the big dumb object kind of science fiction story where you find uh, an, a big alien artifact and you've got to explore it. There's yes. that kind of stuff going yes. on here as well. Yes. And, you know, the political stuff in the town, you know, and, and the, the, the history. But the way it's told is very good with these flashbacks. Um, we both took a drink at the same time. We were meant to... Sorry about when that. When I take a drink, you're meant to do, to do the when talking. When you were still talking. Yes, I know. So there's different kinds of flashbacks. One of the flashbacks is just sort of like narrative flashback. Oh, I remember this and mm. puts it on. Another kind of flashback is this way that you... They all have these um, implants in their eyes. Yeah. Um, like these uh, retina implants, I yeah. think. Uh, no, so is yeah. it like layering on yeah, top? Yeah, it's like a layer on top, yeah. but that can also record. So people yeah. actually record their experiences. Yeah. Um, don't fiddle with oh, that. It I'm makes so sorry. it makes noises. Don't worry about it. Um, so uh, yeah, so they uh, they can also record it, and sometimes she goes in and starts playing it back, and you can also record you the emotions that you felt, but also you can just go okay, forget about the emotions, just record what I saw and what I heard. Okay, you know, and the, and the motion. So you yeah. can you can some of the re some, sometimes they're like, oh, right, this is an important part of our colony history. I'm going to now replay this part. Yes, of the uh, of the of the the landing of the planet fall like okay. we all landed at this point let's replay so the landing from my point of view points of yeah like oh let's it. go over to the pilot side point of view because they're the only one with windows and we can see what they saw out yeah. the windows and that's that they were clever. sharing that kind of stuff so yeah overall um a, a big dumb object uh signal from outer space and they uh, just follow the call yeah they followed the call there and we arrive 20 years later and then we get filled in what's happened in the last 20 years and also what happened beforehand how they got this signal yeah uh, again i'm not giving away too much about anything this is all just the setup this isn't the first few chapters okay and then it all plays out from so there I have on one question yes when is that happening is that happening now in it's, the future in the near future far future what, what, is there anything it's happening specific? in maybe 100 years or so i think there's even some dates in there as well okay um it's happening far enough out that the earth is some big corporate dystopia you know whatever and they're uh, getting away from they're flying away from this okay big corporate dystopia but are they really yeah 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 you go and set up a new I mean, a new colony well, well, on a new I, planet I mean, i'm saying is often if you have these no it's a utopian thing everyone's it's like post scarcity everyone can print whatever they want everyone can print the food that they want some people grow their own food and they're like oh, i can taste the difference between the printed food and the and the, and the, and the natural food yeah. and other people are like no you can't taste the difference they're like with coffee i can taste the difference between printed coffee <laughs> Uh, printed coffee. Well, you know, they print the enzymes, yeah. or I don't, I don't yeah. know exactly. And then, second question: the the planet that they're going to, yeah, is that like an Earth-like planet? Yeah, pretty Earth-like. Yeah. Is yeah. it any big difference? Does it have any thinking, talking plants, uh, like a fauna that's very different? Or well, the, the god, the god object, the god object, is, is it actually a, a thing? 
yeah, again, I don't want to give too much away because that's what it's about. It's about exploring the big dumb object. Okay. And it's about setting up on the planet and the reason why the planet's like it is and how, why they got the signal. It's that that plays that, out yeah. throughout the, the rest of the book. Did some people stay in space? Like often you have, um, you know, no, no, Atlas going down. Atlas is the is the spaceship that they arrive in. Oh, it's a it's a conscious spaceship. No, no, Atlas no? is just the name of the ship. Oh, okay. I'm just saying the next book is called After Atlas. Ha. Um, I see. So uh, let's see. So but the, they did. They left only the ship up there. The and ship everyone up, went. Everyone's down, down on, on the on the ground. Everyone's like they build the, the the village or they build the town next to the big dumb object on the ground. Right. There. So yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, so Do they have any contact back to Earth? Uh, no, no contact back to Earth. It's a oh, long okay. way away. It's yeah. not really clear how much information they'd get from Earth or what they're sending back or anything like that. That's not what the story's about. Okay. okay. So this all sounds pretty straightforward. We've talked, we've talked for uh, uh, 10 minutes now about the book. But before that, we were talking about something else. Anyway, what you do, you realize... Um, uh, what I often do is when I get to the end of a book, and yeah. I'm like, oh, uh -huh. let's go back and listen to the first two chapters again and see how much was there that like, you just missed. That was revealed later. Well, not that you missed, that's foreshadowing that's there that if you would go, oh, was this person's character like that at the start? And you'd go, oh, yeah. Oh, was this stuff in the background? Was it being hinted at in the first? And it is all there. Yes, but you don't know when you start reading it because no. you don't have any context. You don't have no yeah. people. You don't, you don't see these hints. Also, I listened to the um, author's introduction, which I never do. And I'm really pleased that I didn't do it in this case because something was sprung on me halfway through the book, which I didn't realize how much of a big deal it was going to be. Okay. However, this is all in the blurbs, it's in everyone else's review, and it's in the author's introduction, so I don't feel like this is a spoiler. Um, and the author's introduction on the audiobook is before the book? Yeah, it's before the book. It's sort of oh. like, you know, she talks for two minutes about, what, you know, uh, de the book's dedicated to this person, thanks to these people. There's some just some little acknowledgements and also, like, talking a little bit about you know, her experience or what she's experienced in okay. the same way as the main character. Right. And I didn't know this going into the book, so it was a big surprise for me. But like I say, it, this isn't a spoiler because it's in the author's introduction and it's in the blurb and it's all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, one of the great reasons... Oh, put it this way. Normally when you get a book and it's the main character knows the history, but you as the reader don't know the main history. Yes. You're like, just tell me what happened in the past. Yeah, like, you know that. You know me. it. <laughs> you know the full story. Just tell me, just tell me the story. Like, yeah. just give me the information that I need to understand what happened 22 years ago. Just yes. give me that information. And a lot of times in, in, in books, there isn't a real reason why if, an, if a, someone in the book like a character knows something, why they don't just share it like with the other characters, or what is the uh, you know what is the reason why they don't just you know talk to other people or even talk to us as the as the characters? Yeah. Now we just read the book. Um, the Light Brigade, right? Light Brigade. That saying, sounds very yeah, much like. There's a, a really yeah. clever way to stop information spreading and to stop this situation being solved. You know, in a in that. Uh, in you know in the way that they do it in the time travel in the book it's yeah. because they live in this corporate um Stopia you know big brother thing. thing where everyone's being spied on and if anyone says anything they set like really up in the in the first chapter they say oh my, someone my my mother saw someone materialize out of nowhere um somebody else mentioned it and that other person who saw it disappeared was was disappeared but she kept her mouth shut so if you see anything weird don't tell anyone otherwise you get you get disappeared so when weird stuff happens to her she doesn't tell anyone yeah. the other book that i uh, that i was did the quantum garden there's this idea oh everybody someone character knows what happened in the past but they're not allowed to tell them because then there's a paradox and they right. they've got to not destroy and the so galaxy they're not, with it. And they're not allowed to say something yeah. it was in this book um and this is right in the author's introduction, there's this real big uh, mental disability, but it's like someone who has like a really strong anxiety issue. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't know this in the book, but as it, was, as it was reading, as I was going through like the first half or maybe the first third of the book, it's not made explicit what's going on here. But the writing is good enough that I was going, ah, there's something weird about this person. Mm -hmm. She's very private and she doesn't want anyone to visit her home. Like she's obviously keeping secrets, but is, is really like, is really being so off-putting about this. You know that, but you don't know... Don't the know what's go this, don't know what's like, going on. But yeah. I hadn't even read the author's introduction or the blurb or okay. other people's reviews where they mention a little bit about about what's going on. And does that does that like 
does the author say author say it comes from her own like is anxiety? It, yeah. Well, the yes, the part again. It's not clear about the author. She said that she's had to deal with this problem and live with this problem. So it's right. either her or someone or that she's close to. Probably her. I mean, it seems like once you get into the book, you realize, ah, oh, this is something that's something, personal. It's personal. Like, it's if, personal. If you know, if you write about this, yeah, it, it's like of course it's more direct. If you have. If you can report from your own yeah. experiences. Yeah. Interesting. Also, um, the anxiety means that there's something that she doesn't want to think about. Okay. And she's putting in mental blocks so yeah. she doesn't have to think about it. But because she's recording everything, it, it or whatever, the thing, yeah. she can record everything. She could go back and look she at could, the recordings yeah. if she wants to. Yes. But when I say she's putting in place a mental block, I don't mean that they that she's doing it with software or yeah. with no, settings. No, no, of course. It's like her, the way the brain works the brain with these anxiety like, attacks. You, the, the brain, when you start thinking about this thing, your brain shuts down. Hmm. But the main manifestation, which I didn't realize, and this is kind of a spoiler, um, for the reveal in the book, I did not see this coming at all. The reason why she doesn't let anyone come to her home is that she's a hoarder. Mm. She doesn't ever throw anything away. And not that she doesn't ever throw anything away. She looks for things to take home and to put in her, Aww, into like her cabin. Like a squirrel? No, not like a squirrel. Like, like a, a hoarder. Like someone who you can't open the doors and close the doors oh, in the room because there's so much shit. The way that people, oh, I cut myself and I... And I cleaned it with a with a uh, you know with a towel, and then I just throw the towel at the far side of the room, and it just drops to the floor, and it stays there. Oh, no. So the scene where someone where she opens the door and actually shows someone inside for the first time, they're like gagging for the smell mm. of the the smell that's coming out mm. of of her her little cabin thing, yeah. her home, and I was really moved and struck by this because I've, I I don't know I mean I've seen people with who are hoarding before yes. and you see what happens with it and it is a mental illness this kind of the, oh, you yeah. know living with anxiety yeah. and I've seen you know you get that TV show with hoarders I can't watch it because yeah, I it's, get it's I get panic attacks what looking at things yeah. looking at images of hoarders and the way that they that they have their lives and the way that they sh their their homes are yeah it's it's awful. It's, it's, terrible, it's terrible stuff. Yeah. And I didn't realize that's what this book was about oh, until okay. we got there. Now, you could say... When, when, did, when did that specific revelation arrive within the last two or three weeks? What? I mean, what, you, were, you were listening to this audiobook. Oh, just when I, you know, when I, when, when I mostly listened to the audiobook when I was here building furniture. And yes. then, you know, I was putting together so the furniture. So before we moved house. Well, yeah, as we were moving house. So that's that's why I've not mentioned it to you. And that's why I have no problem at all See. doing a, having an entire conversation about moving stuff out of boxes. And, and then throwing and, things and away. And throwing things away. Yeah. And you're like... Like, it's not an issue. I don't think it's an issue. I have any issue with hoarding, considering we managed to pack everything up into, like, 40 cardboard boxes, and I took a photo of people. People are going, wow, that's really great. You can fit everything into and it's so neat. Everything's so neat. And I'm like, ah, oh, but I'm, like, I've got the anxiety in the other direction, you know, sort of, like, not, not the OCD cleanliness thing, but, like, like uh, there's a box, and I know that there's mess inside the box. We're literally looking now at, like, Four cardboard four boxes. Up, five. Oh, five. Like yeah. And then four... in the other room, are three more. Yeah, no, but I'm saying this is my stuff that I need. That that those four cardboard boxes. Yeah. Are, the, are my hoarding stuff. Yes. That's literally a book. There's like there's something called Luke's history and old hard drives. Yes, you but know. you can fit it in four boxes. I think that's yes. So I know neat. that I don't have an issue with hoarding, but it it is one of those things that yesterday when I was sitting there and that's when I felt like hoarding. You know, oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be uh, useful uh, maybe useful in, in the, the future. future. You're like that's oh, a I bracket these... for something that you yeah, that and, you and, should and have I, thrown away in two thousand nine. I have metal hand no metal rail. Uh, attachments. So you yeah. have like uh, attachments where you can yeah, put, put a hand in the wall and put a handrail on. No, we don't need. <laughs> no, we really don't need that. But again, there's all these different kind of things. So, so in the oh, I'm gonna need this in the future for me is like bits of metal and uh, electronic wiring and things because my entire <laughs> life I've always had a few boxes 
full of screws and bolts and brackets and you still have that just i have making stuff because it's making and you're like oh that's going to be and i'm totally fine with that. that's not hoarding that's no. like i just and you see actually something. do make stuff and yes. you do finish stuff but how so long do you hold on to something and i'm really yes. annoyed that when we moved into the other apartment our old apartment we we moved from somewhere where hoarding would have been a huge issue because we had you know a 120 square meter cellar like a, a cellar which is you know yeah, um, and a, a I felt uncomfortable in that cellar because... Yeah, it's too much shit oh, down there. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. I had nightmares after we moved. Yeah, then... you moved down there and you're like, how many broken <sighs> bikes do we need in the cellar? Yeah. And, I mean, they weren't my broken bikes, but... Yeah, but you know, it kind it gets... of piles on and, you It does know. pile up. And so getting stuff out of there... And we were like, oh, what do we need? And we'd got ourselves this toilet seat, which didn't fit on the old toilet, but we're, now we move in here, like, oh, that toilet seat would have come in really handy, you know? It would. And we're like, oh, we've got this door that we just took off the hinges, like we didn't want the kitchen door. And we're yeah. like, do we keep that? And like, well, what are we keeping it for? Are we keeping it for the time that we might want to move out, like, and sell this place yeah. in the future? Like, we can just get a new door. Just get a new door. Like, by that time, just get a new door. Like, yeah. we don't need to hold on to a door. If we, we don't, don't have want to a door in the kitchen, yes. Yeah. It. So we all this time, and then we just that. bought this new desk, and I was like, "Yeah, but we, I had a big bit of desk. I had a, I had a three meter long piece of wood, which would have been, which is exactly the size, and I had it in the old apartment. We yeah. didn't find it. I was like, oh, maybe I could, four no, years ago. No, just get a new one. It's just a bit of wood. It's fine. It was like yes. what seventy euros. I don't know how much this bit of wood was. Yeah, eighty something. It was eighty euros for this fantastic new desk. It's really cool. So yeah, it's but this exploration of anxiety. And his, oh, but what I wanted to say, I read someone else's review saying, oh, it's got nothing to do with science fiction. Like, uh, or maybe, I, I wasn't sure if it was uh, one of my friend's reviews or well, something like that. Well, then we need to always ask, what is science fiction? Science fiction is often just a reflection on human society, right? Yeah. And it's an exploration of different circumstances and showing that humans always act in, <laughs> in yeah. the same way like it's the same that if you decide oh i'm not having a good life here in this spot where i'm right now yeah. i'm going to move city yeah and i'm going to feel much better gonna feel better yeah the thing is probably you won't because you are yourself you are moving with yourself yes. you take moving, your anxieties you're taking with your you anxieties your problems yeah. your everything and then you're moving into a city where you might not even know anybody yeah it makes it worse again yeah. so it's always an exploration of let's take humanity let's move humanity on a new planet yeah. and see what happens Oh, they take, their, they take their issues. They, they with take them. the problems and issues with them. But here's the thing: uh, the kind of bounded nature of a science fiction planetary colony, colony is mm. is one of those interesting things. You're like, oh, they, one of the characters says, oh, I would actually, I would move somewhere else to get away from everyone, but there's literally nowhere to go. I can't go right to yeah. Earth, and there's no other town. This is the town. Yeah. Like, there's nowhere else to yeah. go, which is quite fun. Um, no, but the the interesting science fictional element which is why i wanted to you know talk about hoarding and stuff imagine being a hoarder who also has a 3d printer and is a 3d printing expert no <laughs> yeah where she's printing stuff she's printing to stuff. take home and having her no and this is why i went back and listened to the first chapter again i was like was all of this there at the start yeah the book opens and she's down in this underground uh unit yeah where there's the masher, and the masher is where all the three, if you- Stuff gets thrown You just throw it down into the- Spits it out. Anything that you don't want, you throw it into a chute and it goes down there and it goes through the masher. Uh, and the masher separates all the 3D printed material, separates it out into its, its base. It's Well, yeah, but it, it, the whole point is that it separates it out into its base components again. Oh, okay. So the metal goes here, or the aluminium goes there, this yeah. metal goes there, the plastic yeah. stuff goes there, the biological stuff goes there. Yeah. And so they always put stuff in there. The book opens with Renata, who's the 3D printer expert. She's got the keys to going down there and stuff. Yeah. She's down in the holding area before everything goes into the masher. Because if you throw something down the chute and you're like, oh shit, I need that, that everything waits for four hours before so it goes into the masher. So she goes to save stuff. She goes down in there and saves stuff that other people have thrown out. Oh, and it's oh. not trash, it's actually things, but they're like, oh, I printed this thing, but it didn't come out very well. Yeah. But there's no, if I throw it into the masher, nothing's wasted, no. we can just use energy. To recycle, to, re to, to use to, it. To, to reuse it mm. again, to recycle it again. And I thought it was, and it's right there, literally the opening few like, paragraphs of the book is her saving things from the masher but I didn't realize at the time that she was taking them home. She was taking other people's 
junk, other people's shit, other people's rubbish, home to her apartment, because she to save it. In her in her category, it wasn't it wasn't rubbish. It was something valuable. Is it? Yes. Like, does she have but in a, a hoarder's way of valuable? Yes. Like, oh, this is the thing that this person obviously did, mm. and they needed it. Oh, this this fork. The one thing this fork was printed, and the tines were pointed in different di like things in different directions. It's like, oh, but that could be handy in case they ever need to like hold three things, like maybe three marshmallows or something on three different. <laughs> I don't even know. And then they're like, oh, this thing was somebody printed it for the first time. It was the first time that that person had ever learned how to print something. There's yeah. a bit of there's a bit of that history, that personal history with. <laughs> It. It's like, a floppy disk. Yeah, it's my floppy disks. And I was like, oh, that's the reason why I'm keeping these floppy disks because to me they mean I'm not a hoarder. I'm not a hoarder. <laughs> oh, you're not. But there is, but there is that but kind is of there, thing. But like, there's like this like fear of okay, if I don't, if I don't consciously control yeah. what I'm keeping, yeah, could it get out of? No, the thing is, hand. it won't. Get, it doesn't get out of hand because, like I say, it's four cardboard boxes. It is, and we can put them in the bike shed. If they don't, if we don't find any furniture to put in the, yes. the one thing that's the one reason this room is still a bit echoey is that there's no furniture in here. There's just there's a desk, Nothing one to set sort of shelves, really. and like you know six cardboard boxes. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, what was I? What do I want to say? Um. Yeah. So I yeah I just like the idea of saying okay, let's talk about like if this book like I say with the, the planetary colony stuff, not a huge amount of new things going on there with the big dumb object and the signal from another planet, not nothing really new that I've not read before, even seen in movies and that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. But what I, but what is new, oh put it this way, and if this was just the story of somebody putting off something bad in their past mm. and covering it up with an anxiety disorder, which is which is born out by being a hoarder, yeah. that could have just been a that could have just been like not even a science fiction story, but it's all tied together it's, with the three D printing it, yeah, idea. It's, it's, it's clever that you're a three D printing expert, and but is she conscious about it? Does she know? Like, is she? Does she? Is she aware? And it's it's revealed part of the way through the book. She is aware, but she's not telling us because she's she's anxious about it. Yeah. She's anxious with sharing that. But she, is she... Ke she's kept it a secret from everybody in the whole colony. Nobody knows How's about that even it. Possible. Because, well, she's the she's in charge of it. Like oh, she yeah, sets well, it up. She's yes. the one who builds stuff, and she's. Yeah. I mean, she's not an authority figure as such, but she was like she she was one of the founders, if you know yeah. what I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I told you about the Pathfinder. Um, yes. Uh, she was best friends with the Pathfinder. She was with the Pathfinder, the, yeah. the woman uh, Su Lee Su Mi or whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, who uh, uh, who when she got the message from like she was there, so she was like the right hand man. You know, she was Peter or Paul yeah. to uh, well not Paul, but to Jesus or whatever it is. You know, yeah. to this religious figure. So like. And also, it's it's a utopian society. Everyone can get what they want. Everyone can do what they want. Yeah, Everyone true. is left alone if they want to be left alone. Yeah. And she just made sure that her, her little hut her is cabin a bit was on the far side, like so nobody could look in through her window. Or there wasn't a clear view into it, and not many people walked past. And, and that already was what? Like, did she leave Earth with a hoarded house before? Mm. No, no. That the it all comes from Planetfall. That's the whole point. Uh -huh. And now let me just show you the uh, the front cover, uh, which I didn't even look at properly. If I showed you this at a distance, what do you see? This front cover. It's a face made out of little pieces. Yes, but when I see these kind of things on on, on a on a uh, like a science fiction book, it I looks just like like it always my my. What? what I always yeah. think, yeah. it's like bits of memory. Yeah, bits of memory. It's meta. It, it looks like a, you know, like a, some virtual reality construct, data, data, data stuff, construct yeah. of it. Yeah. Or you're thinking, oh, maybe it's a... Maybe it's a artificial uh, intelligence. Yes, yeah, an artificial intelligence kind of thing. This, this woman's face in profile looking sideways, like made up of something abstract, is a very, very common thing. Now, oh, yeah. now you zoom in and you look at it, what's, what's the face made up of? What's the face made up of? Little bits and oh, glasses. Three D printed shit. Yes, it's right there. The yeah. hoarding, the nature of her character of hoarding nails is, <laughs> is right there in the image, and I, I just didn't look at the image close enough to actually realize uh -huh. that the that the key to the her anxiety and what's going on there. Even if you think about it, like oh, it's the three D printer, and she's the three D printing expert, so she's got all of this in her head. Like she's got the files, yeah, and she because she and this is all the stuff that she's printed. Yeah. but it's not the stuff that she's printed; it's the shit that she's. <laughs> Other kept people. The other yeah. printer print 
then thrown out and that she's saved from the masher, taken back to her apartment and yeah. that the only way for her to get through her apartment is to build a tunnel and everything's tunneled uh. up and she the only place that she can sleep is when she's all hunched over in this little cubby hole and there's no way through to the kitchen but she's got a 3d printer in the in the bedroom where she can print food you know yeah. And she can't even get to the chutes that go down to the masher. She, it's literally impossible for her to throw anything away because she can't, like, she's got so much shit. She's covered up the, the disposal chutes in her own, in her own, house. In her own home uh -huh. and stuff like that. So how much of this, I mean, I know that you, you just said it's right there in the first paragraphs and yeah. in the author's introduction. Yeah. But it's... Not the hoarding part. The, like, they're talking about mental illness and anxiety. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying it's... It's not even foreshadowing. Literally, the, the book opens with her down by the masher, but how finding other people people's shit and going, oh, I'm going to save that. Like, it, or like in general, how many people would get that from reading the first paragraph? I don't know. I, you wouldn't, I don't think you'd pick up hoarding. So how much did you just now spoil? No, because I wanted to talk about the book. It, but I don't think it is. No, I mean, like it's say, not. The, it's not a particular... It, the reveal hmm. was very impactful. But if you would have known before, it would have been an impactful reveal for you. I think it would yes it's very well it's it's very well done okay and if you go into this book knowing this about the book uh, knowing this about the main character you probably read it in a slightly different oh yeah definitely read it in a different way but yeah. i don't but i don't think it's like like i say it's in the blurb of the book and and in the author's introduction that there's it's it's dealing with mental illness and anxiety but for me that was a background thing yeah, also there are different... I would, if different... I'd have known that going in, I would have worked out, oh, she's a hoarder. I would have worked it out, like... I mean, I like to think I'd have worked it out straight away. <laughs> yeah. Because I... But there are different kinds of anxieties and yeah. mental disorders. Yeah. So... Like, if I'd have known about that, I thought she just had something secret at home that she didn't want to with reveal. With her past or... Yeah, something in the past or whatever. whatever from I didn't realise it was like... Or... It was something coming from a, you know, anxiety disorder. And if I did, I'd have worked... I'd, have worked, I'd like to think I would have worked it out. So, uh... Anyway, yeah, that's the book. That's all I want to talk about the book. So, but in general, in the because of the um, the critique about the science fiction the nature of this, yeah, is this mainly just um, just a book that it is? It's set in a science fiction world or in the in the idea, science fiction ideas, but deals very much with just fiction. No, it's got big science fictional ideas in. Okay. Again, nothing that I haven't seen before that much. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, like, but again, I don't think it's a great book. I think it's a good book. Is it well-written? It's a well-written book. It's a well-narrated book. Characters are... Characters are fine. It's, in the end, the book is fine. <laughs> okay. It's an okay well, book. This is probably why it wasn't recommended in I the know. first place. I know. I totally understand why people said, oh, you don't need to read the first book. Just go to the second book. Because it is, this is but... like almost the definition of a three and a half star book. For yeah, me. But... Because it's like, oh, there's nothing really new about this. There's a few interesting things in it. And there's some well, good reveals. Good, good to, to listen to read or whatever. But when I got through to the end of it, I was just like, oh, okay. That was, that was pretty good. Yeah. Are you are you looking forward to the next book? Yes, because that's the book that's actually been recommended exactly. to me. Exactly. <laughs> so it kind of builds it. it builds and I'm kind of interested in the world as and well. And the thing is, generally, it is if you read a, a first book in this a three in a in a trilogy or something. Yeah. No, I think there's four books in the series now. Oh, four books. Actually, let me look it up on my phone. So you you start reading with the first one, and it's amazing and grappling and great. Well, this was I think this was the first novel. I maybe it's not wasn't the first novel. I'd have to don't look it don't up. say this too much. Yeah, it could, you might know not we been. already had yeah authors. Uh, Planetfall book two after Atlas, book three before Mars, and book four Atlas alone. Hugo Award winner. Dot 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 dot. When is this book? When did it come out? Oh, Planetfall was uh, 2015, After Atlas 2016, Before Mars 2018, and Atlas Alone uh, 2019. So this is like a current, this is a current... Uh, it's an ongoing current, thing. A current ongoing series. Nice. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, she's, she's actually got uh, another five or six novels as well. Between Two Thorns. Uh, all the fairy. Uh, all, is, all is fair. Oh, maybe... Uh, uh, industrial magic, yeah. So maybe some uh, fantasy books and some <clears throat> novellas. And yeah, well, uh, no, uh, no novel. Um, steampunk. Maybe oh, some right. I don't know. I, I'm literally just going off the front covers of that one. Um, but yeah, 
look before Mars is another is another female face Ooh, looking to the right. I got this. Uh, this is really enough. Did what? you just say this is the third in, in yeah, the series? The, yeah. Uh, this book is in my library. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So if you catch up a bit, you can yeah. uh, you can do you can uh, read along with it. I will I will check out Emma Newman in my library. Yeah. Yep. So um, oh yeah, but look at this Planetfall book one, three point seven average rating. After Atlas, uh, four point one eight. So that's that's it's much like more of a level. Upward so, yeah, it's definitely an upward trajectory for these ones. And then before Mars and uh, and Atlas are like yeah. So I totally understand why people say ah, you skip the first book, just go straight to the second book. I'm, would, you, I'm, would you tell people that the same I'm thing? I'm glad that I read that book. Okay. But like I say, it was there was nothing in Different it. Different reasons. There was nothing in it which was making me go, oh, this is, you know, like these previous books, like the Quantum Garden and the, yeah. you know, Light Brigade and these other books we were really, just, oh, I'm blown away. Five-star book. Oh, it was blowing my mind. I had to read what I've never seen anything like this in science <laughs> fiction before, you know, with the Quantum Garden, yeah, evolution, book, where stuff, or pause being sent like to the past that. and the future. You sometimes and just want a, a good, a good read. Yeah, this was okay. It was it was fine. It was good. I mean, it was it was all fine. It was like kind of comfortable. That's that's sometimes exactly what you want. You just want storytelling, but book. nothing nothing blew me away. All nothing right. in this book blew me away. It was all fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with this book. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, that I was let down by the ending," and I was like, "Oh no, I see what she was going for with the ending." Mm. It's not a great ending. It's nothing nothing amazing. It's nothing mm. I've not read before, but it's fine. But it's good to know that in the second in the series it goes upwards. Hopefully. Um, uh, GovCorp detective Carlos Moreno was only a baby when Atlas left Earth. Oh, I see. Ah, okay. Uh, it, this is maybe uh, set on Earth or something. I don't want to read anything more. I shouldn't. Read, <laughs> I don't like reading blurbs because people have just recommended this to me. All yeah. right, that's it. Let's let's wrap it up there. Um, okay. Do you want to know anything about my reading? Oh yeah. Story? What are you reading? Well, I finished um, a memory called Empire. Oh yeah. Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. Oh yeah. Um, it it was a, a fun. Uh, I have mixed mixed feelings somehow. You've got mixed mixed feelings. Mixed, so mixed, mixed feelings that mixed. have also been mixed. Oh, did you just say the word twice? I said it twice. <laughs> okay. Um, because um, it was it was a fun story, but then um, you know the big. I always like it if you have two people in one body, and we 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 mm. read lots of books about yeah, this. Yeah, nine fox gambiting. Uh, yes, but in this book, yeah, it gets introduced this thing yeah. with two people, yeah. and then most of the book. That's not there. It's not there. Yeah, that, I think I took... Did, we, maybe did, we, we, we did a podcast, but I can't yeah. remember. Yeah, I actually said, actually, it you assumes said. that you, you you know Nine Fox Gambit and these other ones where two people are in the same brain. And I would have wanted that more. No, but it goes... But that's not it. It's sort of like, okay, this is what was expected, but now it's taken away. And now that's what the yeah, book but, is about. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Yeah, but, but that's what I like about it. It's, it assumes that everyone yes. is and yeah, I, fine with that. And I really enjoy hanging out with those particular characters yeah there's a fun it's a fun, a cast. fun fun cast like four four or five people that i really yeah. enjoy hanging out with um but in the end like nothing really not a lot happens like you read a book that literally takes place in a week yeah and and so it's 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 much oh, no, it's just, a lot it's, just of, it's like going hey, let's, there, going let's explore here, the going society this, going there. yeah but it was it was a fun explore read. the society explore the city a, go to the bad parts of town come back again yeah and, and uh, i i was kind of forced to finish reading it because oh. Oh, yeah, uh, it got to the end of my yeah your three least, week your three week um, library lending thing and was up. it was coming up. I was like, oh, you have to give it back in six days, and you still have four hours to read. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I need to read it. I need to read it. I need yeah, to but it's good. You um, injured your foot, and you could sit uh, on the couch and read a book. Well, that was before I injured my foot. Oh, was it? Okay. Um, but and then I uh, finished that in time. Read it all. Yeah, all good. Thoroughly enjoyed it. What book are you reading now? I'm reading When Hitler Stole Pink Rabbit. Oh, I don't know that. Judas Care. I was kind of like in. in Is that a science fiction book? No. Oh, okay. It's I was going to say. Absolutely not a science fiction. It's very much a uh, autobiographical uh, story of her living through Hitler Germany and what she experienced in it. No, I was inspired because they just they just um, a German movie came out ah, right, of this okay. book, and it was it's a very well known oh, children's is that, novel. Uh, is that the um, Jojo Rabbit? No. Jojo Rabbit, that was a bit... I know, maybe that was a different one. I don't know Jojo Rabbit. It's just a movie that's just come out. Yeah. About a kid. It's, uh, a, it's, a, it's a small girl. Oh, it's a boy, I think. No, it's a, it's a small girl, and then it's about her leaving Hitler Germany and... Uh, okay, well, it's a different one. Family. 
Jojo Rabbit it's, is... And it's, uh, a, it's a series with other books. It's a children's book. Okay, uh, maybe they've just got both got rabbit in it. Got both Jojo is a lonely German boy who discovers that his single mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their attic. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, that's not that book. Entirely different. Okay. Um, but yes, so I, I, remember, I remember my mum giving me this book as a child and I read it and then I thought I just reread it. Okay. And uh, that's what I'm currently doing. But yeah, I will check out the... Um, how many Emma Newman books are in my library and uh, why right. the hell they have one book. Maybe start off with the second book. Maybe just start off with the After Atlas. <laughs> if it's there. If, if, maybe there, there is only the third book. Yeah. Why, why, why the Mars third book in the done. series? Yes. Anyway, I will check that out. Definitely. Right then. Okay. That's it then. Let's get back to uh, unpacking and sorting no, and no, throwing it's, out. No, uh, no. I just need to... There's this box of cables. <laughs> This is literally a box, a box of cables and electronics there's cables and, on the floor. Yeah, but maybe I look, we found that we did, we never had the um we never had the uh 30 pin adapter for the uh iPad 2. And the iPad 2 is broken so we don't need it. Yeah, so we could throw up both things. Like if there's <laughs> if I no longer need the 30 pin adapter for anything. Yes. I know I do can... actually. What? I've got that li I've got my iPod Nano. You're using that. No, but exactly. it's Exactly. No, it, but it doesn't and My I mean... iPhone 4, I got a well, okay. we have an iPhone 6 as a replacement phone. I know, and maybe I can now throw out my iPhone 4. <laughs> well, no, 3GS. These, no, kind no, of, these kind of things are kind of fun to, to keep there. Like yeah, but I can't even charge them because I just threw out the 30-pin adapter charger. Anyway, don't worry about it. We can always find no, a new No, no, we don't go into the trash and get stuff out of the trash. We don't do that. Okay? No, no, I mean, we can always buy a new 30-pin adapter, yes, adapter. of course. That's what Amazon is for. Right then. Anyway, uh, go so to go it. to audibletrial.com forward slash forward slash uh, sfbrp. Audibletrial.com forward slash sfbrp and uh, and get an audiobook. I would suggest getting After Atlas, <laughs> uh, the, second the second book, book in the series. <laughs> nah, is that also narrated by her? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, she did a great job with the first book. Uh, the first book, uh, this book, uh, Planetfall. It's fine. Three and a half stars. Let's say three good. and a half stars. It's fine. It's a good rating. It's a fine, it's an okay book. Let's see what the second book does. Yeah, let's see how it goes. What's your next one? Um, uh, I don't know, maybe after Alice, maybe I'll just go straight on and read the, read the next book. Okay. And just review it as a standalone book. Apparently it can just be read as a standalone book. Maybe you should talk to Jenny about, about both, both the No, but Jenny books. can just listen to this podcast. Hey, Jenny, <laughs> say, say hi on Twitter if you listen to this podcast. Oh, I don't follow her on Twitter anymore. I do. Yeah, I, I realise actually all I want is her Instagram feed and all the pictures of her books. That's and, mostly and all I want. So, yeah, and a dog. So I was actually seeing all of her, all the pictures on, on Twitter. Yes. And then on Instagram, I was like, actually, all I need is the Instagram. So, um, yes, that's it. Thanks a lot for listening and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye.